What is up, Case by Case listeners? Thank you for tuning in yet again. Our podcast today is brought to you by Club Never, clubnever.com. Use coupon code Case by Case, same spelling as the podcast, to save 15% on your first order. Speaking of podcasts, we also ask our, each other, why are we even doing a podcast? Why spend our free time? Why spend our free money doing something like this? We talk a little sports, talk a little Astros, talk a little Spurs, talk a little Masters, and then we say goodbye to the Astrodome as we know it. This is episode nine. Thanks for listening to Case by Case. Here, mic check one two. Mic check, mic check, mic new, check. New mic day. Jellyfish tattoo. What's up? What's here, up? Here we, here we are. We've got um, we got some new equipment here today. I feel like I'm having to talk like I, I'm talking like much smoother. You're. How are my levels? Are looking good? <laughs> you're looking. You're a little close to the mic, but yeah, is this better? Volume wise, you're good. Oh, sick. Okay, cool. But you sound close to a mic. Ah, so. okay. Well, I'll put it right here. This is more me. This is more me. This is more me. This makes for great radio. I need you to know that I'm holding the mic, and you're have your mic stand. I did plan ahead. I just got I, off of work. I got I got a mic stand. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I may do Michael Bublé holding it, you know, so yeah. better. What's the uh, clouds flying high? You know how I feel. That's a cover. Yeah, it is. Okay, let's uh, let's dive into. We're gonna go Houston heavy on this. Are we this recording? Episode. We are recording. Oh, that nice. Was, that was all. I mean, I can always edit it out. That's fine. Keep it in. But I think you guys appreciate the realness that we give you. So real. We bring it. Uh, there's awesome. Swedish fish. You know, fart jokes. Yeah. Racist comments. However, we will add out cocaine use. Oh yeah, no, that never, never happened. Never, that happened. never happened. It's never Prove happened. It. Episode two is not there. <laughs> Prove it, Dick. <laughs> so, so um, you wanted to, uh, you wanted to explain to people kind of why we're even doing this. Well, I thought it'd be important. People are like, hey, two people making a podcast. Why the hell are they making it? Who are these guys? Um, I don't know if important is the right word, but it's. It's interesting. It's an it, origin story. I don't, I don't know if it's that interesting. We talked on a little bit of, I don't know why you're like knocking it. It's like, okay, <laughs> don't tell people about it then. All right. No. Uh, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to uh, taper expectations in case they're like, oh, here's some interesting story of this origins of the podcast. I think it's kind of, well, it's not very interesting. Okay. Why do you, why uh-huh. did you want to make it like initially? Cause you had had this urge, tried to make with fudge. It fell through. Why it did it you actually wanna- predates that. I was always listening to into my oh, I wonder if that picked up in the mic. Your gut your weird gut <laughs> I noises. Gut throat I, noise. I really hope it did. So I always wanted to do a podcast because I listened to a lot of podcasts when ESPN was starting up the ESPN radio section. I would listen even when they weren't podcasts, when they would just take snippets of a radio show and then condense them to like twenty five minutes. Right. I would always listen to that. And I worked from home, so I basically listened to the podcast six or seven hours a day. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing this. And I, I wanted to make music. I was in the, a music blog at Wait, the time. Wait, when was this? Like the year? So 2008, 2009. Okay. So, oh, shit. Yeah. I was 16. So I bought a preamp. Wow. And to me at the time, I think the preamp was like 100 bucks. It was a lot of money. But I also bought like a mic stand, a guitar. A microphone. I was like gonna, I was gonna have a radio show slash record music. Oh my god! 
The preamp never left the box. Okay. Oh, I also bought a keyboard. Okay, so those musical theater days really had an impact on you then. I'm a, I mean, I'm also an art major in college. I mean, wow. I'm, you're just. I've just got art flowing through my body. I man. guess I'm I mean, putting 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 good stuff out into the world. Good for you. You're really up in that mic right hey, now. Man, I'm sorry. Hey, I don't okay. have a fucking cool. Skin. Hey, just so everybody knows, this is our first time using this. We're we're gonna get good. We're we tell everyone. We have to convince everyone every episode, guys. We're we're good. It's there. it's happening. It's <laughs> Casey's mic stand will be here Friday, so the next time we record, or or the the next next time we record, he should. Well, sound we'll be, I'll sound good. I'll yeah. sound great. And there will be times where we're both crammed over here and just scunched up, sharing a little microphone, so we can cute. have a guest. Yeah. Um. So either way, either way, I that ended up never happening. I never learned how to play any of those instruments. Ended up selling everything on Craigslist. Wait, so you had a guitar and a keyboard and you didn't know how to play it? I mean, I would play it. (laughs) (laughs) I Technically, you would play. Okay. I mean, I knew like a Green Day song on the guitar. I think I could play like uh, a little bit of Wonderwall. I had a friend who always like played like the go-to like guy in the corner of a party songs. (laughs) Like closing time, closing time. Yeah. Dave Matthews Band's Crash. Oh, sick! Like all the all the ones that their jokes about. He would he knew all of them and he would he would play them. Really? Yeah, that's kind of cool. So you wanted to kind of take it to the next level with that. You wanted to be that guy. I don't know what my plan was, but it never happened. And I held on. I got rid of everything except for the preamp. But you still had like intentions of making a radio show. Are you just gonna I, fi- I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I don't even know what happened after that. So wait, you're picking this up ten years later? Yeah, so last year me and Fudge first started talking about it. Really? And it, it never really uh came to fruition. He's a busy guy, I'm a busy guy. Our schedules never really linked up. And I had given my preamp to maybe Max, somebody who worked at Ham or was a regular ham. Really? I was like, just take it home. Oh sick. So and then here we are six months later having to buy one because I gave mine away. Yeah, like a couple hundred in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I never told you that I try to make a podcast as well. We have a cough button in case you didn't know. I keep forgetting. It's okay. We'll get used to it. Guys, we're still learning as we've said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I tried to make a podcast when I was in architecture school. I wanted to be have like an architecture and design podcast. And I started listening to Marin's podcast, WTF, a lot. Who's Marin? Mark Marin. Oh, okay. So it's Mark Marin. It was, I was like searching for interviews of Gerard Way and the lead singer of My Chemical Romance because he's also a comic book illustrator. And I was using his, oh, you, the look in your face. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm just curious. Were you a big My Chemical Romance fan? I'll or? say, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm still am a huge My Chemical Romance You kind of look like him. It's the, okay. Thank you. I I know you're like saying it condescendingly, and I don't even care. I look like Gerard Way a little bit. I'm very happy about it. Yeah. No, he's an amazing comic book author. He's like one I did of, not know that. The more you know. Yeah, he's like one. He's won an Eisner Award, which is the Oscar of like comic books. Uh, Grant Morrison has one. Uh, Alan Moore, all these famous guys. Does and he make his own comic books? He illustrates as well. Okay. All the illustrations for the album artwork for My Chemical Romance was done by Gerard Way could not tell you what one album art looks that's like. fine man I, but i thought one of them was like his face that's the only one i can think of there's none of that it's like face. a zoom in of his face oh that's his own album that's like his solo project 
It's a I know a weird amount about Gerard Way. Okay. Okay. We're just Mo- moving on. Moving on. I tried to make a podcast. Okay. I stumbled across these other ones. When you say try, I had a mic. Okay. I had a mixer, and I had a buddy who I was going to do it with, and my buddy backed out, and so I kind of lost momentum with it. Why did he back out? Was it just like it just never happened? He, or he was like, I can't be doing podcasts, man. I'm too busy for this shit. It was more the former or like more the latter, really. It was like he didn't he didn't think it'd be cool. He's like, who's going to listen to a design podcast? Like, well, we can talk about like food, chefs, people who are making interesting shit. And nobody was really into it. Uh, well, he wasn't really into it. Yeah. And it bummed me out because I think I've tried to like do projects with people. And it just kind of like always. This is the first this is like a cool little thing, man. Like I, I've been, I've tried to do projects with people and everyone's bailed on me. Casey, you have not bailed on me yet. Yeah. If anything, I've been up your ass. Hey, you kind of have, man. I just started <laughs> a new job. Jesus. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, um, it's just the way I am. I feel you. I can't, a zebra can't change the stripes or whatever. <laughs> That's not a saying. That's <laughs> you just made that up. So, somebody made that somebody up. can't change their spots or something or. Oh, I almost put gum in my mouth. That would have been bad because this picks up this, everything. It really would. Yeah. So. So now we're making a podcast. It never happened. Yeah. You gave up on your dreams. I did. Me talking about fudge one day just it kind of it put new life into you. Yeah. You could say I saved your life. Yeah, you did. I'll say okay. that. You know, it's, well, yeah, fine. you saved yeah. my life. Thanks. If you ever make it big. As what? I wonder if that, I wonder if everybody's like, why do they always talk about making it? <laughs> we we desperately want to make it then. Please, <laughs> or just not be poor. Stop being poor is is what our goal is. That's just really please. it. I just really don't want to be poor anymore. Yeah, it, I would just settle for like four bedroom house with two bathroom rich. <sighs> I could just get that fourth bedroom. I really just want a garage. A garage would be sweet. Okay, so, okay. So me and my friend Lawrence, who I'd like to have on the podcast eventually. uh he actually he has a really cool story he just got he won a design award for a chair like a national design award for a chair he designed and he just got a job working at hp he's like quitting school for two years to like work for hp as like a designer and i want to have him on the podcast and i don't remember why i lost my train of thought what was i talking about your friend yeah i totally forgot what i was gonna say you know how tired i am right now (laughs) Casey said he got his ass kicked at work today. I totally so. did, man. It was embarrassing. But he pods anyway. No, he doesn't pod. No, you. Oh, you. I pod, well, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about you. Dude, is it? He is out of it. I'm so out of it. Guys, I'm sorry. Okay, Casey is here to... Oh, we, here's the discussion. I remember Episode now. nine, ten minutes in, when we lost our last listener. Just kind of tune out. <laughs> you know, like, fast forward. Uh, no, we had this discussion just two days ago, and it was... What's, what's like a goal or like an indication that you've made it like that you own something like, for instance, he was like, if I have my own washer and dryer, like I own my own washer and dryer and I have a spare bedroom. He's like, I've fucking done good with my life. Do you have one of those? I have a washer and dryer. Cool. I do not have a spare bedroom. Do you want a spare bedroom? I would like a room for, uh, Juliana and I, a room for King, an office, and a gym. Do you really want the gym? I could I could settle for the garage being a gym, but I would like the fourth bedroom f- as a buffer for if my family expands. Oh yeah. So Oh, that's a if, thought that you've you've had before. Well, I just think that my son King would be a great big brother. Damn. 
He probably would. Plus, I was a big brother growing up, and there's no substitute for like being dropped off somewhere or being in an unfamiliar setting and always having your brother to lean on. Oh, yeah. If you're at a family function and you don't know anybody, um, you're you're breathing really, <laughs> you're breathing right into the mic. <laughs> Dude, I, it was I'm like tired. your nose was like I have a big nose. Yeah, but um, there's you always have your brother to lean on. So I remember countless amount of times that um, just going to the gym, and there was just tons of other games going on that I you know maybe a little shy or a little nervous. I didn't involve myself in, but I always had my brother just you had your brother. Yeah. And while I think the idea of an only child sounds good because you can give them all your love and energy and really oh, just kind of Oh, it makes kind them of like, kind of a shit, though. It probably does. It gives them, like, a real strong – I think it gives them, like, a 60-40 split. Like, 60% they're going to be a shit. Yeah, maybe. But I also know shitheads who have brothers and sisters. Right. It's so, it's kind of – you know knows. you fucked up your second child, though, like already. Who, me? Yeah, you. You oh. named your first son King. Well, you, The second one's going to be, like – Daniel, <laughs> King and Daniel. Here's a. That's here, a, here's a something. Here's something I guess you don't know is I wanted the naming Prince. God damn it! Of course you did. Yeah, did and you? I get the veto. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the whole time his name was going to be Julian, and then I was invited to Lindsay's. Uh, I think it was his birthday party. Yeah, and a mutual friend of ours, Mike, had just had his kid named Julian, and he was like, "This is my son, Julian," and I was like. Does it really bother you? It was just too close. Too was close it? to the circle. Okay. So what I do like, though, is that I haven't met another king yet. So, I don't know any child or man named king. But um, because Juliana pays attention to, like, baby things still. Yeah. Like, it's one of the – man, I'm going heavy with the likes today. It's one of the trending names for cool baby names in 2018. Is so, it really? So now it's going to be a thing. Oh shit! And he'll be two years older than everybody else. So I'll be like, oh, I, I, I was my my I'm dad was the first. Yeah. So what if you? you well, know the, well, Jason told me that some celebrities. Oh, the psychopath. Jason, the psychopath. Okay, cool. <laughs> told me that uh, some celebrity has their name their kid King too. Really? Bef- beat me to it. Oh shit! Now it looks like you copied him. Unless they're like not, uh, I'm trying to think of what celebrity it was. See, if you can't think about it, it doesn't really matter. It's like a, it's not even in the Kardashian circle. It's like on the outskirts of the Kardashian. Uh, so it's like a like C-list celebrity. Whatever, who cares? I think it might be Black China's kid. She will like in three in. I don't know. Every Nobody, time I think she's not going to be famous, she like comes back. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'd also never seen. I think it's Zootopia or. It's one of the zoo movies, Madagascar. Oh yeah. Um, there's a character named King Julian on that show. Yeah. King, King Julian. Julian. Yeah. The spelling's different than my son's, but yeah, but it's King Julian. I, yeah. sa- I started getting that immediately and I was like, I hadn't ingrained myself into child movies yet. Oh really? So ignorance was bliss. Oh shit. So now that I know. Yeah. But your second kid, I just like keep thinking you're going to have King and then like Henry or, Oh, we've already started talking names. What do you got? Any uh, good? Well, you don't have to put them out there into the world. Cause somebody, some, some of our backup names yeah. that we didn't use, like, what do you got? I have. It was my suggestion originally. I'm now out on it. Yeah. Klein. Okay. Klein. If you say it like Klein, sounds fine. 
But if you read it, it's almost like Schwarzenegger's. It's like Klein. Oh, okay. <laughs> Get to the chopper, Klein. <laughs> so, so now I'm out yeah, on Klein. Yeah, it's like very Klein. Eastern European. Yeah. yeah. Klein. For sure. Oh, God. Now we kind of like Kane. What's with the K's, man? It's a, uh, I don't know. Okay. I mean, he doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be a K. <laughs> I think Kane is spelled with a C. I just think of like Citizen Kane. Oh, I was thinking Kane and Abel. Oh, shit. And Kane kills his brother Does Abel in the Bible, I believe. That's. <laughs> I went to a Christian school and I still don't know. Maybe who that's who. not the right way to name the second child, but. Whatever, man. It's a cool name. It's a cool name. Yeah. So we know why we're why we're doing it now but but why did you want to do a podcast to begin with i think i have like secretly like i've always wanted to like be a talk show host yeah like not it's not even that secret because i like i talk about it fairly often it's like a guilty pleasure are you laughing because i'm so close to the uh, mic no well I'm, I'm laughing for many many reasons I hate you. but I wonder if people are going to miss my horrible laugh now that I'm able to get away from the mic. I really hope. Like, laugh into the mic, <laughs> yeah, man. Know, you don't have a bad laugh. I'm, I have a cackle. You have, like, a... Oh, man. I hope... Oh, man. That that picked up really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was my headphones. Oh, it was like Too that. much air into the mic at once. Sorry, guys. Um, We're learning. I just always wanted to be a talk show host. I don't think that you want to be a talk show host. Here's my theory. A, okay, give me your theory. You want to be on a talk show. No, I you don't. want to be interviewed. You oh, want to man. talk about Casey. You don't want to talk about I love someone else. That that case in point. Listen to episode eight and oh, so this is nine. I think we introduced it as eight. Right. Listen to episode eight. Yeah. During our interview, when it's time to talk about something besides ourselves. Listen to how quiet Casey gets. <laughs> I was letting my wife speak, you goon. <laughs> you go- it was time to not talk about ourselves, and Casey checked out. I was allowing and He someone- left the room. That did not happen. I was right <laughs> next to my wife. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, no. I think I've, like, I like the dialogue, the interview, like, conversation. Talk show host, like... Like late night with Jimmy Fallon type or no, Howard that, Stern. Uh, I don't. Has I it like, always been like the radio medium, or I think it's been like the radio medium more so. I like Stern and the fact that like he just asks whatever the hell he wants. Who I really really admire, Conan. Really, Conan's a great interviewer. If you guys ever look up, have you ever seen the serious jibber jabber on YouTube, where he like has Larry King and Jack White, and he has like an hour long discussion with them, and they like they have a beer like they smoke whatever it's conan interviewing without like all the gimmicks and shows and andy richter it's incredible i've never even heard about it it's awesome he's a great interviewer well he's probably him and kimmel i think kimmel's great too are probably the best like off the cuff oh yeah because if you ever watch like the conan thing where he learns to play video game or he goes to like the the wax museum he's funny like in a setting without writers yeah and kimmel is the same way well, they were both writers. That's the whole thing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Fallon wasn't. Like, he was an actor in SNL you know, and whatever. You know what? Col- Colbert is naturally funny, too. Col- Everybody's really good now. Colbert's great, man. Uh, I think everybody, but I don't hate Fallon the way that he has hate, but he's definitely fourth place for me. I think so. I just, the gimmicks, I do like that he has the roots, though. I would I'm go, a huge roots fan. My, my late night rankings would go one, Kimmel. Oh. 
two. No, I'm missing. Sorry, one Colbert, two Kimmel, three Conan. Distant fourth Jimmy Fallon. What about uh, James Corden? Didn't, no. Exactly. No. I, so not because like I dislike him or like his personality. It's just I've heard so many stories of him being a total prick. Oh, really? Off camera. That yeah, yeah. I just I can't get behind it. Uh, his personality is too much for me. Is it really? I mean, he has the carpool karaoke. He's kind of cool. Funny. Yeah. I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers episode a lot. I can't say that I've watched. I've never watched his show. I, no, I don't know if I've watched the Carpool Karaoke. I'm trying. I, I've definitely seen it. Right, because you. It's like yeah. now a show. I'm trying to. Th- I don't. I feel like I've watched one. Yeah. I just can't remember which one. No. No, I want to be a talk show. Like I, I just like interviewing people and having a conversation. I like talking to people a and lot. A, and a lot of a lot of successful radio personalities have started with a partner. Yeah, I, I can't wait to ditch you like on episode a thousand and just like go off on my own. Hey, I'll be happy to um to cut the string. If we do three episodes <laughs> a week for three years, we'll be at episode a thousand. Can you believe that shit? If we do three episodes a week for one year, we'll be at episode one thousand. That's not oh sh- oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, what the hell is going on? You no, know I did. I like. So just to reference like how like off I've been today. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to talk down I, on myself. I, I was no, I was wrong. Wait. I was right? Yeah. See? I, I thinking, don't even know I, what the fuck's going yeah. on. Yeah, you were like, "Oh, you got me." And I was like, "No, I didn't get you." <laughs> God. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> 50, 52 all right, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. 350. 350 a year. Oh my God, we need to do a lot more. So 1000 1000 thousands a way off. Yeah. So. Nerdist podcast and think about Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan's it, it, on like a thousand and he's on eleven hundred. It's shit. okay though because in like six months this will be our full time job and we'll be doing it every day. So I really, really fucking hope <laughs> so. That would be cool. I love being a cook, but god damn it, this would be even better. Yeah, and and um, if we ever have the time to do it more in the future, we'll yeah. uh, we'll add some prep to it. We'll have some. We're gonna we'll have do, prep next episode. We'll, okay, we'll show up three hours early. Yeah, the way that real radio shows do, and and do prep from five a.m to 8 a.m. I would love to do early morning podcasts with you, honestly. Uh, but you can't anymore. You have a new job. I have a new job. Uh, I had a question because mm-hmm. like just in general, because we're talking about like this, if you weren't doing this podcast, which will become your full-time gig, mm-hmm. running Club Never or bought Ham Cycles, what would you do? What would you be doing? Like had you not done this shit? Honestly, I have no idea because I feel like Ham and Club Never has really built my portfolio. Really? Over the last few years, just like design portfolio, you mean? That in my work history, yeah. Prior to Ham, my um, my work history was really IT based. Oh, that's right. I tell Taylor something like Casey was a programmer for like a, <laughs> I was not like a pro- fifteen years before he did this. I wasn't a programmer. All he did was eat Cheetos and fucking sit in a dark room all day. I was um, I was an IT director and uh, like oh, a network okay. administrator. Those are just made up things. I hear that like all the time. I'm an IT director. I'm a network thing. I code. I'm a programmer. Yeah, I didn't do any. I didn't do any code. But the the most recent job that I had in IT was for a small business, and there's only so many things that can go wrong in like a 20 employee environment. Yeah. And so I would do like bitch work 
or they would be like, hey, learn how to build a website. What's the bitch work in the IT world? Just like Excel sheets. Oh, shit. I think that's bitch work in like any office setting whatsoever. In Google AdWords. Oh, my God. That's like all I I did for like the last two years. Really? I mean, if something go wrong, it was still on me. But because nothing was going wrong, it was like I was basically doing clerical work. Yeah. Under the guise of of an IT director. I got you. So. Yeah, I if I wasn't doing this, like trying to be a cook or like cook professionally and have ambitions to like open shit and showcase food and be a talk show host. I'd probably just go back to school and go to architecture school or something. I don't think you would. I probably wouldn't. I, I mean, know. I think you would go back to architecture school. I just don't think that that's what you. That's not what I want to do. I mean, it's just like I have an associate. It was like the easiest thing to do. Like, just go back. I have a natural like inclination for that stuff. I like it a lot. I just don't like it enough to do it full time. Is it just me or is the mood of this podcast? It's very it's like, a little it's it's somber. It's sullen. Yeah. Somber. We're just, I think it's because we don't feel like we have to talk very loud. We're nervous on these mics. Yeah, we're not leaning in. Yeah. We're not talking over each I'm other. I'm hunched over your desk up front. Like yeah. I have, I'm like kind of, I've wedged We the don't mic have to breathe on each other anymore. It's a, you know, we're we going to have to, energy? you know what? We have to find another groove. Oh, it's time. It's time to get, it's time to get weird. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yesterday they, um, they opened the Astrodome up because they're about to do their $100 million renovation. And I asked you if you'd ever been to the Astrodome, and you said once. Yeah. So what's your one Astrodome memory then? Uh, Since I w- you can't choose a favorite, you have a. Uh. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. went to the Astrodome, and I saw the Astros play. Exhibition that's game. A, that's a great memory. Well, here, I'll tell you. Hold okay. on, hold on. What do you mean exhibition games? Because spring training is definitely not played in the Astrodome. It was, no. Because they, they'll do exhibition games. Every now and then they'll go to, like, San Antonio. It's like go play a game like like an NL game. They'll play at the at the Alamo Dome. They'll do that every so often. Um, but I saw Craig Biggio is my favorite player of all time. Like I saw him in Bagwell. Uh, Craig Biggio is a total dick. Craig Biggio is your favorite player of all time, like in baseball or for the Astros. Calvin Jr. is my favorite baseball player of all time. Uh, what? Craig Biggio is my favorite Astros player of all time. <laughs> personality notwithstanding um what was wrong with his personality he's a real dick i've heard this like my experience is that he was kind of like bagwell looks like the dick bagwell apparently is the super super nice one how about clemens were you in or out on clemens i was at i was huge on clemens i like saw his number out at like ut at dishbach field like they retired his number out in the right field corner i was so into clemens are you kidding me when he came to the Astros, I was so stoked. Did you stick by him during the allegations? Oh no, no. I was like, You're I didn't like, want you cheater. How everyone dare was you? everyone was coming out at that Still point. Still real to me, damn it. Well, I just remember seeing him on, uh, I think sixty minutes, and being like, I have never ever, and like a couple of months later, it's like, uh, yeah, I did it. He he went like radio silent, but he denied so so hard. Oh, did he? Did he admit? I think he did. I thought like I don't te- think so because he w- he went in front of Congress and he said I've never. He lied. He perjured, he perjured himself. He perjured. Allegedly. Don't sue Casey, Mr. Clemens. Clemens, come at me, bro. <laughs> come at me. Be a real quick lawsuit. Oh, you don't have any money? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> broke. You can take my forerunner that sits in the driveway. Do you remember the feeling though, of, like the first time you walk from like the outside hallways into the dome? Really just cool. walk. It's just it was there's really, nothing like it. 
I still get that feeling at every baseball game because the it's stadiums the are so, so big. open and big. It's, it's just the best. there's. I mean, I love, I love basketball games, but the the feeling is just not the same. It's not. Even I like, though you're kind of like on the court. I have you ever sat courtside? I have sat courtside. Have you really? Yeah. Oh, that's and cool. I, I got to go. I used to play basketball every morning at every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at five thirty a.m. with these old guys. How old were you? I was in my mid twenties. Oh, so you're just handing it to them? No, these are like they, they play three times a week. They're fucking good. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. I was maybe like it's probably twenty of us. Yeah, like there would always be like twelve or thirteen that show up. There's probably twenty total. I was probably like the seventh or eighth best. Shit. Yeah. So those guys, those guys, they could, ball. they could play. Damn, that's cool. So, um, they were all a little older than me and had like real jobs, which really? is why we had to play at five thirty because they're shower seven, work by eight yeah. type people. But um, one of them had like tons of courtside seats, and he invited all of us. And the way it worked, it was it was funny. Is like he had tons of tickets, but he only had like eight courtside. So we like rotated. Mm -hmm. We would like meet, and we would like hand. We would trade tickets, and so now it was like my turn to go courtside. Oh, cool! So it right before halftime, somebody gave me their courtside. I went and watched the rest of the first half courtside. And then at halftime, he had one of the suites that are behind. Um, they're like out of sight. They're not the ones that like look over the game like right. a football. That you go back and there's like food and yeah, drinks. Yeah, it was just an experience that that um I never I never thought I didn't even know that that was a thing. Yeah, there was like chocolate cake and shit back there. And I was like, holy shit! And then I came out and I watched the rest of the game courtside. I was a little shy of taking photos, so I think really? the only evidence i have is i have one photo of elton brand oh kind of like shot from the hip he has the largest feet that's ever that's ever played basketball <laughs> and is, is that true that's 100 percent true yeah. elton brand he's only like six nine he has the largest foot size of any basketball player wow yeah i was just amazed at how not tall he looked i always imagined him huge he was on the court and Next to the Rockets forwards, he didn't look that big. Whoa. He, he looked undersized. 6'9", he's small, small forward. I think he's listed at 6'9", and he was listed as a four. Oh, really? This is before the game really stretched out and became about the three ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the back down center was still – I mean, the back down four was still a thing. But, yeah, he um he didn't look very tall in person. And then my second photo that I took, which is I think still on my Facebook, was my foot at the out-of-bounds line. Dang. on the court during the game i don't know why i was shy about taking photos but you don't want to be that guy who's like so psyched about it well instagram wasn't a thing stories yeah. weren't a thing it was just like i had a flip phone and i took two photos and that was it i uh i played on the at&t center as like a child like i played catholic youth organization basketball cyo for those who don't know the at&t center is where's first play okay if you don't know where if you're listening to this podcast you know the at&t <laughs> center all right we're gonna have problems um, no, I played on there like two or three years in a row. Like it was kind of cool. Like you, yeah. you would play during halftime, uh, during a game or you'd play like before a game, uh, Manu came out and like gave all the kids high fives and shit. It was really cool. And then I think the closest I've ever sat though. That's Manu Ginobili. He's a guard for the Spurs. Guys. Oh man. People. Okay. You know what? You're <laughs> making a good point. All right. Uh, he I still plays today. The closest I've got is, I think is like 10th row. And this was when Joe Green was still with OKC, Oklahoma City Thunder, for those who don't know. Oklahoma. Joe Green. 
Joe Green. Who the hell's Joe Green? Joe Green. Joe Green played for the Atlanta Hawks and then for OKC. Jeff Green. Jeff, Jeff Green. Green, not Joe Green. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Joe Green? Jeff Green was one of those players I just really so, love to watch. Like J.R. Smith, Jeff Green. That's funny because Jeff Green is like fucking terrible. He's not fucking terrible. He's like the ninth guy on the bench for the Cavs. Well, now he's not great, but when he was OKC, he was I re- so I remember fun to watch. He, I remember he was supposed to be like the fourth fiddle to the Harden-Westbrook-Durant thing. Right. And it just never, never panned really out that way. Yeah. yeah, but he was always that high potential guy. They're like, oh, Jeff Green, he's coming a lot, up. A lot of potential. He played for the Hawks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, who was I thinking of? Yeah. He also played for the Celtics for a year. I know that much. I think so. And the Grizzlies. I didn't know he's, he's been. Ar- he's been around. He's been around. He's yeah. a journeyman now. Yeah, he's kind of. Uh, he's old now. Well, basketball. So, sp- Spurs, Spurs, Rockets. Who's your team? Spurs. Spurs is your team. Spurs just won. But you're. Just beat the Rockets. <laughs> the Spurs may not make the playoffs. So. They're gonna make the playoffs. So they're gonna. So they're slow, gonna slow your roll, buddy. You know they're gonna play the Rockets <laughs> in the first round. And that's tough for the Rockets because it'll be a one-eight matchup. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not worried about the Spurs. You're not worried about the track record the Spurs have of for, beating the for Rockets. For like a half second, I was kind of worried. And the then, Spurs always beat the Rockets. They always give them so much trouble, no matter how good the Rockets are. Quote me right now, 32 minutes in, episode 9, Casey, not worried about the Rockets losing to the Spurs. Okay, right. quote me right now. <laughs> I'm putting in $10. It goes to game 7. If these two play, Spurs take it in 7. Wow, I will take that bet. Okay, yeah. You predicted the you predicted the game and the outcome. Yeah. Something's a little apologies to our listeners. Something's a little off with our mics where every so often we get a little spike of of uh, interference. I'm not sure what that is. I think it might be our stand. But um we will figure it is out. Is it me playing with this thing? That one was actually on my channel. Oh, really? So I'm not sure what that was. I really hope it doesn't sound shitty. We'll find out. Okay. They'll Every, let us know. I mean, it sounds good through the through the headphones. Shouts out to the listeners. We're at 30-something plays per episode now. Like, shouts out to y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, I probably hit play twice myself. I probably One hit- time to test it to make sure I uploaded it correctly, and then I hit the play thing to make those snippets that I put on my story. Yeah. You should do that. I play once. Okay. I let it go through, and I, like, take some notes if I can. So that's three right there. I sent you that album art. You're like, I'm gonna promote. I did. Did you see? I started putting the Instagram together. Yeah, I, I didn't did. Finish it, but it was it was only letting delete let me delete so many photos at a time. Oh, really? So any of our listeners who um, are suddenly following us on Instagram and they don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> I might have done a little dirty. I have a um, an old account that was related to ham cycles called Handsome Boy Cycling School. Had over a thousand followers, but the account was pretty much inactive. So I've renamed it case by case. That's case with an X between cases. Case by case, second case with a K. Correct. And I've made it, um, I've made it a new uh, profile for us so we can just inherit all of our followers. And we don't have to ask people to follow us. Yeah. So you are following us if you follow HBCS. So welcome to case by case bitches. Yeah. Sorry to, Sorry it's a little s- sneaky. Sorry to be so slick, but the account was unused. Yeah. Let's use it. Why are you still following it if it's unused, guys? <laughs> I was surprised at welcome how many some, were Welcome to some quality content coming yeah. up. Um, but you're a Spurs fan, but 
since you don't have a baseball team, you you lean Astros. I've leaned Astros since I was a kid. What made you go Astros over Rangers? Oh, the colorway, to be honest. Like, as a kid, probably. Like, really? More so. I don't know. The red, white, and blue thing looks super lame to me. Uh, there I was never grew up in Houston, so I, I I had a choice to make. There was never anybody like from San Antonio. You're a Spurs fan, no matter what. You're a Cowboys fan, and then you're an Astros. Oh, fan. so you're a Cowboys fan? I don't care. I was a Texans fan, to be honest. That's good. That's yeah. good to hear. If you live in Houston, you cannot root for the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm not a Cowboy. See, like I had a Texans jacket as a kid, and I really liked. Uh, uh, well, I think people are going to be shocked at how young you are. You actually grew up where podcasts were already a thing. They didn't yeah. like become a thing. Yeah. And you just said. I don't think people will be shocked. I when, sound like a child. <laughs> you said when I was a kid, I had a Texan jacket. Well, I was 18 years old when the Texans <laughs> when the Texans <laughs> came back to Houston. Uh, so, I had a David Carr Texans jacket. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was really the only player besides Andre until like right. the late 2000s. Yeah, man. What do we call the zero zero is the, the zero aughts. ten it's the aughts it's the aughts are we in the, the teens, teens or the okay we're in the teens now yeah so shouldn't it be why aren't we why is it called the tens because that, that sounds stupid or the the grade school i graduated 2010 and, it should be the preteens the preteens the preteens okay yeah i'm down to that yeah okay yeah and the preteens <laughs> that no, pre- sounds dumb the pre the preteens um, there wasn't a lot of Texans to cheer for. Yeah. Uh, the Astros, though, I think it's just Craig Biggio was relatable to me. Uh, I because was like he was short. Short, catcher, second base. Stocky. And I'm not short. Were you <laughs> I am the national average. Were you stocky growing up? No. Okay. I think I was till about like seven. I had like a Hold on, so why was he relatable? Because he played second in shortstop. Oh, he played second in catcher, and so did I. He played center field too. He played yeah, but, all over the place. But every kid, he was a terrible center fielder. Yeah, he was a good catcher. He was Remember fast. that mound? Yeah, that would always trip him up. Oh god, they like had to remove it. They were like <laughs> Biggio's face planted on this motherfucker too much. Yeah, man, it's the the Astros are my team. The Rocket, I mean the Astros are. Um, then the Cubs. Ugh. The I was a Sosa are, fan. You, you grew up me? in the, if if you grew up cheering for an NL Central team, you cannot like the Cubs. I Sammy Sosa was a god to me. Sammy Sosa's white now, isn't that crazy? Wait, what? He bleached his skin. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, he looks like albino. I gotta let's get a pull real up, let's get a real pull reaction it up. This. Man, sorry again, listeners. We got another poofy thing going on there. Sammy Sosa white. All right, he didn't bleed. He like. I don't know, like I'm, Michael Jackson. Kind yeah, of? I don't know what the bleaching process is called. It's just the easiest way to refer to is it. Is he just like calling it like the vitiligo shit, or he looks really weird? You know um, what that skin, that skin um, disease. Is it a disease? It's the, a, the vitiligo. I think the thing where people kind of get the patches. I believe that's he he looks like that happened to his face. But he but has he like come out and said I bleached my skin. So Sammy Sosa White is the top search. Oh no. I think I've seen this picture and thought it was fake. Oh, he's openly bleached it. And he has colored co- What has he done? This is wild. Have y'all listeners of you haven't Googled Sammy Sosa White? It is shocking. Him in this pink hat is like 
Turn it around. Let me take a look at it. Uh, hang on. Let me get the side by side. Look at this. Oh, yeah. Is that, that is the photo. This is shit. <laughs> Actually, just got a. Um, oh, my God. I mean, I uh, more power. To, I don't know. That's. I don't want to say, like, I mean, do whatever you want. He's not hurting anybody, but, like, it's Yeah, still I mean, so I mean, it doesn't have zero impact on me, but it's, it's, um... It's so weird. It's alarming to look at. It's, it's definitely something else. What was wrong with him before? It looks like he's had surgery on his nose, too. Maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't feel like himself until he, he was lighter. <sighs> the, the home run chase, though, I mean, it really did bring baseball back into my household. What do you mean the home run chase? Like the uh, the Sosa McGuire thing. Oh really? I'm like I'm watching every bat I can. Oh dude, yeah. I saw. I, I remember where I was when I saw uh, McGuire hit 62. Oh shit, really? Yeah. I just got I just got home. We turned on the game real quick. McGuire came up the bat, and it was like a line drive that like, I think it was 62. Maybe it was the one that tied it. It was either 61 or 62, but I think it was the one that broke it. And well, it just barely went over the fence. I think it was 72 that broke it. Uh, Roger Maris was the record at the time, which oh, that's was 61. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. So, and then McGuire hit 70, and then Bonds, Bonds came and hit 73, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I We've had a theory, and we've like talked about this, me and my brother. We think if Ken Griffey Jr. had not been. This is what everybody. Oh, my. People love Ken Griffey. He's so likable. If he had not this, if he had not that, well, guess what? I'm saying pure statistics. I always say this to my brother. Health is a skill. You have to attribute that. Health is a skill? And the fact that staying healthy is, is part of your, if you're looking at a player and you're like, this person was this good. Yeah. You have to count their health. So what's your stance on like basketball players like Derek Rose who Derek like Rose I wouldn't want him on my team now because he's not the same player anymore he's not. he couldn't stay healthy okay so hey see I can talk sports with you what the fuck yeah. man I can totally I can hang I didn't say you couldn't okay so I think on that those was the lost, viewers I think on those lost episodes you were like <laughs> oh maybe it's like uh, you can't really talk sports did you watch any of the Masters this weekend yeah I caught a little bit of over at the man ready party was it because you were interested in Tiger or was it because it was the Masters uh, a little bit of both most, just, mostly I, Tiger. I hadn't watched in a while. I really wanted to see a, a Tiger come back. Um, what I really like, sucked is he was kind of out of it so early. Yeah, but I was following Phil Mickelson a little bit. I'm just—he made quite a run. Yeah, he really did. I liked watching him play. I've always liked watching Phil Mickelson play. I've too. never been a Phil fan because he was kind of like the closest thing that Tiger had to a rival back in the early I think preteens. Tiger, Tiger had a few people who gave him runs like often. Every so often, somebody, but like I think Phil was his main competitor, and then yeah. like. Ernie Els and VJ Singh had like a moment. So well, VJ Singh, I think where they all split one Masters that one year. So um, or one major. The pro- the problem with Tiger like trying to come back and be relevant again is that the new crop of golfers are just so fucking good. They're so good. So oh my god, Roy- T- Tiger ne- no longer looks like like a freak athlete compared to the counterpart of the other golfers. He just looks like a normal golfer now because all the young golfers are in shape whereas when tiger came up they were like what is this guy what this guy he plays 12 hours a day his belly's not hanging over his belt like what kind of golfer is this i miss john daly man somebody should come in so bad what's funny is i want to do a john daly thing for club never when do you really i never quite put it together but like a john daly thing just whatever it may be dude i used to love watching him uh there's another golfer 
I I can't think Angel Calatrava, I think it is. He like smokes a cigar while he plays. He has a long ponytail. He drinks like a bottle of wine after. He that like sounds had, like Peter Yim. You see, know Peter Yim. Yeah, Peter Yim. <laughs> I love golfers like that, man. Fucking John Daly would smoke cigs and just get hammered after. It's like, how did you prepare this? Well, I like had a he, had a he did cheeseburger he, before. He was like self destructive though. It, I mean, he couldn't maintain. He couldn't maintain, but he, God, but like. Even after he kind of like he would have like just comebacks fun to root for somebody who like then. clearly wasn't trying that hard and was just purely good based on raw talent. Just ah, dude, John Day was the best. I loved watching him play. Yeah, but it was it was crazy when Tiger came up. Though it was, it was just like what this guy has muscles. Like he had like biceps. Oh, he's huge. Yeah, and you're like he's driving the ball so much further than everyone else. I listened to a Masters podcast recently on the way in today. Oh, cool. And they were saying that the biggest difference about being there in person. It's just how hard people hit the ball. Like, you can tell they're hitting it hard. Yeah. But you don't realize how hard they're hitting that ball until you're right next to them. And you hear that ping sound. Yeah. And you just, and, and when you think about it, you're like, yeah, they probably really are just fucking swinging so fucking hard. So there's a, there's a distinct sound that you can hear. Like, they say, like, you hear a mm-hmm. ping. Ding. It's, oh. it's much different. Because, like, when you hear that ping... It's because you've hit that ball so perfectly and so hard that you just hit it so cleanly it makes that tight little sound. Um, can you drive a ball? Can you, like, play golf? I haven't even hit a golf ball or swung a golf club in probably 10 years. Really? I, like, dabbled with the golf team in high school. Yeah? But it's because I just – I don't know if I'm competitive or I just am ADHD, but you I just – No, I just I had to play everything. I mean, I play tennis – I did too. I just always wanted to like play something, and I was just always like, "Let's I, do this." I think me and you have a similar thing there. Is that I think I can jump into a sport and be halfway decent at it. I feel the same way. Yeah, like I can still ball. Like I picked up. We found a basketball in the yard the other day, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I started just crossing over Taylor just for the hell of it. I was like, "Yeah, I think I can still go through the legs behind the back." I felt really, really cool, and I was like, "Dang!" The, I, the I basketball is the only one where like if I pick it up and start playing. I'm really disappointed in the way I play. For oh. one, my my bike injury was to my good shoulder. Yeah. So I, my strength is off. Like the way I – like what I – the amount of force I knew I needed to put behind the ball was always the same all my life. Yeah. And now it's different. And oh. so my shot's different. And really? so when I go and I shoot, I'm always just like, man, I fucking suck at basketball now. Really? So that's the only one, and I think it's. I got really excited when I started dribbling. Like normally, I was like, "Oh shit, I can do this." Man. I think it only feels that way for me because it was the only sport that I was like probably halfway decent at. I Everything else, I just like I was fine being average because I never cared about them. The one that bums me out recently is when I we went to the batting cages. Oh man, did like you turn on fast pitch and miss them all? Sick. I probably went eight months ago, and I, I st- we started out at forty five or fifty, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I got this." Like fifty miles an hour, I was clocking. I was feeling good. Then I was like, we went over 60, then they go up to like 70 plus, and then they, they have like the, the 80 miler. The There's 80, an 80 mile power batting cage? If you go to like the professional ones, they'll have like one that does that. Wow. And, uh, we were in San Antonio and there's like a really good one there. Uh, I maybe got one out of 10 and I was like, oh fuck. And it, it definitely went foul. Oh man, I, I, mean, <laughs> I think I just like, I choked up, I gave me like the weird shock on my thumb. That's like how I, you know you swung wrong too. It was dirty, yeah, yeah. man. I was like, I was kind of nervous. It's like, oh shit, wrong. that's coming hot. It's coming real fast. Same thing happened to me last time I went to a batting cage. I don't remember how long ago it was, <coughs> but um, I'm sorry, thank you. 
It was a uh, it was a, it was a while ago, yeah. and when I turned it up to fast and I missed like the first six or seven in a row, I was like, "Holy shit, I fucking suck!" <laughs> <laughs> Straight down the middle, couldn't even. I think I was struggling at sixty five. Really? Yeah, and and the ones I was hitting was definitely like foul tips or like oh, pop ups. You so, know what I can still do though is I can go out and hit a golf ball, two fifty plus. Bullshit. I can I. Bullshit. Two fifty plus. Two fifty plus. Would you spend like your summers at Top Golf or something? When I was a kid, I played as a child. When I was like, 12, that's like prodigy bullshit right I, there. No, it's not. Two fifty plus. I can no. My as brother, a child. My I was not child, but uh, <laughs> teenager. Oh man, I we are definitely going to yeah take the show on the road one day. That's fine. And we're gonna go to. Whatever the golf closest golf thing is, and we're gonna see you hit the ball. I don't want to do that top golf shit. I want to go to like a driving range, get a bucket of beer and a bucket of balls. Isn't that what top golf is? No, it's like a hundred dollars for like to. If you spend more than an hour there, you're a hundred in the hole. It's if too you, much. I've never been. I don't want. Yeah, to I went the driving range growing up. Like, yeah. drive to a field and hit it, and so you could hit the part of the. We side. used get to tons of part three courses. Do we used to go like three, four times a week? I used to be at the golf course like four or five times a week. What's the best shot you ever hit in golf? The lowest score? No, just the best shot. Like, you have a shot that you remember. Uh, I double eagled on a par five at the Republic Golf Course. A double like, eagle? Double eagle. Oh, my God. Yeah, double eagle. So, you were hitting from the fairway very far away, and it went in. So, I hit three wood in. Yeah. No, it probably was a lower club. Probably like a, but it was probably like a low iron, like a That's three like iron. That's, like, equally as hard as hitting a hole-in-one. Yeah, shit. I think a hole-in-one... Like, cause it's like a hundred, 120, like for a par three sometimes for like a hole in one. But, right. Um, yeah. I would almost argue a double Eagle is harder than a hole in one. I don't know. It, that was one of the, that was the coolest moment I ever had. Cause like I hit a probably wow. low iron. Dude, this is no joke. This is like, you're like really <laughs> shocked by this. <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm a decent golfer. Uh, lowest round of my life. 81. Wow. You played a lot then. Yeah, That's my, a really good score. My brother's lowest, uh, sixty nine. I think it was three below par. He played collegiate golf though. Well, I'm I'm impressed if these stories are true. So, I like how you still kind of doubt it a little bit. It's just very impressive to hear. Am I not okay? Well, my thanks for asking. My <laughs> best shot. <laughs> <laughs> I you said you didn't play. I was at a par three course. Okay, it hit the ball perfectly. Yeah, it hit the pin. It drop in and it just rolled right off to the side. I was like, "Boom, guaranteed birdie." Bogeyed the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the four foot putts are the hardest thing in the world. I oh, can't. Man. I've. Well, I've, it's because that's the only challenging thing that they make at a par three course. Because they're like, you're hitting most of these near around the green, so our greens have to be difficult. Yeah. And yeah, I went from thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna get a hole in one," to bogeying a hole. Really? So, but the shot was still so good that I still remember it. And I have a similar story in regards to the baseball. I went to baseball camp once. Oh, shit, me too. Uh, during the summer, and I didn't play baseball. It was one of the only sports I didn't play organized. Yeah. Like, I played, like, very, very young, but I didn't continue to play. But I went to baseball camp because it was something to do, and my brother was going. Yeah. So they threw the ball, and I hit it, and it was, like, for sure home run. It was, like, freaking long and we played at a college park yeah so we're talking like 330 it's Oh, i guess in college yeah yeah well it was like it was like it was actually an opposite field drive too so it was like oh, right shit. field 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting there watching it, like semi-celebrating. Hits the top of the of the fence, falls down. I get a single. Oh, so I have <laughs> I have two two moments that turn out much different. I got yelled at by all the coaches for only getting a single out of that. Really? Oh yeah, you just yeah. should. Yeah. I have another bad story from that. Go ahead. Same game. Okay. Oh, same game. Playing playing center for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why you would put somebody with minimal baseball experience at center, but either way I was playing center. Ball kind of in between the gap yeah. of left of left and shortstop. I'm running up to it because it's easier to approach it from behind the ball. Yeah. So they're that's yours, that's yours. I lose it in the sun. I see it after I've passed it and do like one of these like left hand behind you look like you've never thrown a ball in your life moves. Nice. And so I miss it. I run back, get it, throw it in. And then I see the infielders making fun of it. I see them doing the weird, like, ballerina move of, of me trying to catch it. Yeah. Oh, that's dirty. And that that was worse than missing the ball. Really? Was the, the mocking. It always is. Yeah. I don't think I've... I mean, obviously, it didn't have any effect on me because it's uh, 25 years later and I still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of one that... Did I have a moment like that? Oh, yeah. I played soccer for like a hot second in high school, like club soccer. Uh, I think I played baseball and I played right field and I loved just like chasing down balls all day. And you still do. I still love chasing balls all day. Yeah. Um, Good joke, Casey. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, And so like the soccer coach said, hey, like tryouts for the team have passed, but you should come play for the club team. And I was like, okay, I can do that. And you said soccer coach. Yeah. I'm just going to say this real quick for my boy, Andrew. Go for it. Soccer cousins. Oh, all right. Shouts out. And Andrew. that's it. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, Continue. Thank you. I, I put me as goalie. They were just like, oh, this guy can just, like, he, he's aggressive. He's like small. He runs all over the place. I'll put him as goalie. <laughs> he's aggressive. I was aggressive. Like that's, yeah. I didn't have a thing as like. I ended up getting put in goal because yeah. I was not scared of the ball. It was. Like, I was, well. That was the thing. There we go. I was scared of the ball. <laughs> I wasn't scared of a baseball, but I didn't realize how hard some of these guys kick that ball at you. Oh, and it's it, their leg, their knee, everything's coming well, at you. Well, some of these guys are playing since, like, well, I don't know, they're, they're kids. And I'm like, okay, yeah, penalty shot, sure, hell yeah. And I see the guy coming up. Oh, dude. Oh, it was a penalty shot. Penalty shot, this is the one, yeah. I'm definitely not scared of penalty shots. I was fucking terrified. Okay, fair enough. Because I saw the guy – do you know who Drogba is? Like, played for Chelsea uh, from the Ivory Coast. The guy was a fucking tank. He played for Chelsea years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably 6'4". He was a linebacker. He looked like LeBron James. Buzzed uh, He had dreads, but I think he went buzzed eventually. Okay. Tall black guy. This guy looked like him. I. He comes up. He. I look like I'm 12 when I'm 16. He looks like he's 36 when he's 16. <laughs> And rather than – I think he this guy knows. Like LeBron James decided to play soccer. Dude, he, he knew. He saw the fear in my eye. He, like, knew. I'm not kicking left or right. You're going to fake this guy out. I'm going right at him. Like, right. I always wonder if those are intentional. Oh, yeah. I've act, cause, because I've accidentally kicked it right at the goalie before. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I think I had, like, a game where they were running the score up on us big time. And it wasn't me. It was, they were just bigger and stronger than a bunch of, like, white kids playing Christian like, school hey, ball. That's not your fault. 
was it's not your fault. The penalty kick was the sixth <laughs> score of the game. Uh, anyway, the ball comes directly at me at my head, and I, I do rather than like push up and block and hit it with the palm of my hand, I just kind of cover my face, and it just hits me square in the stomach, and I and I drop. But you blocked the shot. I blocked it. The, the ball rolled in after it hit my no, stomach. No, oh my god. <laughs> Six six nil. Six nil. Seven nil. Seven nil is the final score. Went right in my stomach. I popped up like it never hurt, but I was like, I is, think I may have shit my pants. Isn't it funnier how quick like I always say the quicker somebody pops up from something, the more the it really more hurts. It hurt. Yeah. I popped up so fast, like, oh he didn't get me. And I tried to like, like swat the ball, but it already rolled in. Unless you're like for sure injured, if you pop up quick, you were hurting. Dude, I there's so many quick pop ups from like bike accidents, like Riding my BMX as a kid. Oh yeah, where you're like, oh no, no I'm no, good, no, I'm good, no, I'm good. No. Goes home. Oh god. The only th- the Cries. only time you really stay down is when you really just can't get up. Have you ever been hurt that bad? As a kid, just in general, yeah, like the, sh- the shoulder, the shoulder thing. Yeah. When I got my, they, con- f- they found me in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've only heard bits and pieces of this story. Okay, so here's the here's the quick version. I was riding with I don't know six or seven of my friends. We were, I was, had started riding mountain bikes enough at Memorial that I was getting very comfortable there. Yeah. So I was chasing down Frankie and Sambo and Ramon who also ride that. I think we were on orange ride that trail fast. And Jason was in front of me who, while not riding slow, was like not trying to catch them. Right. And I was kind of like, in a I ride this trail all the time move get out of the way yeah so i pass him and i say something like i'm gonna get a pr today or something something fucking obnoxious oh shit because we used to obviously you could do segments faster and there's a there's a fishbowl where you you go in and then you climb out right i'm not just going like fast i'm going i'm pedaling down like i'm pedaling down the fish still pedaling yeah oh shit and my front wheel grabbed something that wasn't there before. Like something had been like corroded or something from a yeah. rain or something. Something was just a little different. And it grabbed my front wheel and it pulled my bike sideways. And I honestly don't really know how I ended up like on the trail yeah. to where I ended up. Oh. Because it was kind of like black. It was like black spot. You're tumbling. And then I remember hearing my helmet hit the ground and hearing all this crunching and thinking that it was my helmet like cracking and like failing. Your, but it was, I was, brain. I was, no, I was falling through branches. Oh, okay. Is what was happening. But oh, I thought wow. it was my helmet. So when I like, I come, kind of come to, I, I might have gone out for a couple seconds. Yeah. I look up and my, my bike is literally in a tree. It is literally in a tree what? and it was just so unlucky. So what had happened is it had grabbed my wheel. I'd continue going down. And then there's like this small bridge slash ravine thing yeah. built to help with the drainage. So the water doesn't collect there. Oh, you went down that. I went over that. So when I went over that, my bike unclipped from my I shoes. I exactly what is that on the trail. Went into the tree. Yeah. And as soon as soon as I stood up, actually, I didn't even stand up at first. As soon as I opened my eyes, I knew something was very wrong with my shoulder. Oh, really? 
because then I think so maybe Sambo was behind me Jason and someone else I think it was Sam though rolled up yeah and I was still sitting there and Jason pretended like he was going to take out his phone and take a photo of me and I just said in my calmest tone please don't so the seriousness of my response actually had him not take a photo of me oh really yeah but to to this day he still regrets not taking a photo of me it looked that kind of hilarious and bad yeah and eventually I stood up and I had also had a large gash on the back of my my back and I'd torn through my my jersey and stuff but I went to um unfortunately I was stupid and had never really been hurt before so I went to a urgent care oh shit just because I hurt so much and they were like yeah uh, you didn't break anything so you know they didn't give me a CT scan even though I fell on my head I have something when you wrap up this that we need to talk about on this podcast. Okay. So um, the first guy was like, oh, you need to get a CT scan since you fell on your head. And then the other guy was like, well, did you lose consciousness? And I was like, I don't think so. And he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. But in hindsight, I'm like, you lost what, consciousness. If, I had, well, what if I had internal bleeding or some shit? That's, I, I remember some like not actors. Confidence. I remember some actor's wife like died because she bumped her head. And Liam she, she went home and then she died. She died like yeah. a day later. And I didn't even think about that at the time. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, I always remember Leah Neeson's wife. I went home and eventually after going back to the shop and like having a hard time getting undressed. Yeah. I said this was a short version. I guess it's not. And I was still in pain when I ran out of pain meds. So and again, instead of going to a hospital, I went back because I was like, guys, I'm still in a lot of pain. Hoping they would at least give me some more pain meds. But they're very particular about pain medication at places like that. Yeah. So they gave me fucking ibuprofen and I and had a three hundred dollar visit. You got nothing. You could have just gone to Walgreens. So it fuck. It was the prescription ibuprofen. So I think it's a bigger ibuprofen Nathan, or something. That's like a five hundred milligram plus or something. So like that. So whatever yeah, it that's was. That's so lame. So I went through thinking, oh, nothing's wrong for a very long time, and then again, the pain just became too much. Saw a real doctor. He had me do a little PT. And then he sent me to advanced diagnostics and they're like, yeah, your uh, rotator cuff is torn. It took that long to figure out. It took over a year. I think I remember you said when you found out about this. So I went back to my doctor and I, I was like, yeah, I have a torn rotator cuff. Cause I, you have to do this whole process to see a specialist Yeah. or your insurance won't pay for it. And so he writes me um, a recommendation to go see a specialist I go to the, I go to make an appointment with the specialist and they go, Oh, we don't take your insurance. And the year lapsed. I got a new doctor cause my doctor left. Yeah. And here I am still never with the proper, oh my whatever God. needs to happen. But my shoulder still hurts. Re- still does. Yeah. I've been having shoulder pain recently. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the body itself must've healed it. I'm just thinking it, it must have like pinched something or slipped something. Yeah. So I think I, from when I, when I got a concussion, man, I hope that story didn't bore everybody to death. Where are we? You uh, just looked so bored. Was I was, while I was telling it. Well, Casey was um, playing on his, his phone the entire time that I, I was, wasn't playing. He on my asked phone. me about my shoulder. Yeah. And then he left the room <laughs> and had a <laughs> smoke. I went to go have a smoke. Got to, no, I didn't go buy smokes today. I'm very proud of myself. Well, okay. 
Um, I quit smoking, guys. Something came something came across your phone while I was talking that you were like, we must talk about this. I really, I, I feel like I want to dive into this one a little bit, so I don't know if there's enough time. Where are we at? Well, we got time? Why don't you tell me what the topic is? Well, somebody, my mm-hmm. friend Zach, who's a f- podcast enthusiast, mm-hmm. gave live thoughts while listening to the last episode of the podcast. He has 14 bullet points on things that we talked about from the last podcast. I I don't know. Do you want to dive into this? Because I think we can. Four, 14 seems like a lot. He, this is somebody who like takes stuff seriously. Um, well, I appreciate Zach. Yeah. Next episode? It's not that serious. It's not that serious. <laughs> I think he just really wanted to like give some thoughts because I said, hey, man, hey, give me I some love, thoughts on the podcast. You know what? Jason said something to me. He said, all, all criticism has value. I, now, I don't know if I agree with that. I'd have to think about it if I agree with that. I kind of like it just as a saying. I told, him I, was gonna, good. I told him I was going to steal it as my next, this is all we are. Oh. All criticism has value. What would the image be? Just a wagging finger. <laughs> What's funny is the amount of times that club never gets blown up to like give people free clothes. Yeah. And the amount of people who misquote that <laughs> to try to get it for free. <laughs> yeah. The last one was the funniest. It was like, hey, guys, I'm a rapper from whatever. I can promote your brand. Your shirt, are we even humans, question mark. Is dope as fuck. They won't I even like love. screenshot it and like flip back between that and like the texting you or messaging you. I know. I mean, I understand. Are we even humans? Are we? Are we? Are human? we even humans? This is all we are is good. Are we even humans is fucking lame. Yeah, it's lame because yeah, we are humans. Yes, we are. That's Obviously, not a that's, question. The sure, this is all we are. This is all we are. Like is saying that. No, so well, here, okay. You want me to give this? Let's let's hear him live. Okay. Um, while you do that, I'm gonna lock the door. That's fine. But uh, I will be listening. Okay, cool. Zach Jenry, live thoughts on the podcast. The last podcast it was me and Casey. Uh, we talked about retirement. We talked about Hamilton, uh, the Simpsons Apu thing. Uh, talked about coffee, and I gave a shout out to Zach personally, as I think I have, as the assistant to the regional manager of Catalina Coffee. Zach's a good friend, and he listened to this. So his first thought on oh, hold this. Hold on. This is the Catalina guy. This is the Catalina guy. Okay, yeah. cool. I really think one day we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about Zach Jenry after he has had a – he'll have a political career, I believe. How old is he? He's 25. Cool. Just turned 25. I think about that sometimes, too. You really? say, well, what would I be doing if I wasn't? Yeah. Politics? Sometimes I think – I was like, man, I wish I'd gone and like tried harder at school. Social activism? Because like serving my community feels like the next thing that I would do. I think because he, he Zach had said something because we've talked about this. He was like, "Oh, like when I run for president in 2020, the Ruiz or Jenner Jenry Ruiz ballot is like I can't be on your ballot. Like I don't want a good look for well, you." Well, Zach, you're not going to be old enough in 2020. It's true, Zach. You got to wait a few years. Uh, comedian he likes right now, Bo Burnham. Zach's a 25 white male. He's like he the just, guy who sings, right? Yeah, he like sings. Has the super piano guy. Yeah. No, I'm out on him. Yeah, I am too. Zach <laughs> Bo Burnham. I hate when they mix music and comedy. I really do. The only person I liked that had gimmicks was Dimitri, Dimitri. Oh, Damn. Oh. Okay, yeah, we're doing this podcast okay. for a reason. Uh, Zach loves doing his taxes. Hold on, but Bo, he did the um, he did the thing that made fun of country music, right? Yeah, that was it. That was good. It was good. That was a great bit. But I think what was the word he used? Uh, I don't know. Pandering. 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 Oh man, that's a good one. 
Uh, waiting to 28 plus to have kids. He's a, he's totally in on that. Okay. Vegas is overrated. Hamilton lives up to the hype he saw in Chicago with his wife. Awesome. And he said it was totally, totally worth it. I'm seeing it in three weeks and I'm excited. May 6th. I will May be seeing, 6th? I will be seeing Hamilton. Dude, he was, he saw it and he like kept raving about it. And I trust this guy's opinion. On stuff. Well, I accept um, comedians. <clears throat> I've been out on, um, Excuse me. I've been out on musicals for a while, but I did see. I, I meant to mention this last time. I did see the Book of Mormon live. Is that good? That lived up to the hype. Really? I just enjoyed every second. I've of heard it. everyone say that it. It has. was so good. God damn it! Okay, cool. I really have always wanted. To see it, it. it was so good. I went home and like looked for the YouTube songs. Oh really? Yeah. Damn. Nerd alert. Uh, I don't know what this one's referring to. The he can do attitude, except for going to get his notre dame basketball back oh he liked that my brother went to get his basketball back um oh so they're not even criticisms he's just like oh no the next one is simpsons is the greatest show ever chill out so he's agreeing with me no he's telling you to chill out it's not oh i'm with you on that zach well how can you have opinion when you haven't watched it how do you know casey casey you said you don't watch the simpsons because you weren't out to growing up i watched enough to know I don't think it's the greatest Don't show. Don't come at me, Zach, with telling me Breaking Bad or Lost or some shit. It's not that type of thing. Have him on. It's time to get him on. I think I'm, this, you know, I'm this hot. is a 14-point You got me hot. <laughs> this is a 14-point <laughs> list. Uh, we, you should have him on. Uh, Jason sucks. I'm way out on that guy. Direct quote from Zach. Hey, you know what? He's right. He does suck. Jason, Jason you suck. You suck, bro. Hey. How many vests does one man need? How many? <laughs> none. The answer is none. Jason, no Jason is my neighbor, so I will have to see him after saying these things. Okay. But Jason has no less than 10 pair of boots and 10 vests. God damn. But I've got a little, got a little curveball to throw at you. He yeah. was considering a fedora to mix it up. What, what are your thoughts on fedoras? To mix it up? It was on his Christmas list. As a gift to get him? I was joking about the psychopath thing until this moment. Like this guy, I'm terrified that you live next to him. Jason, I'm, I'm sorry you. to call you out so much, but um, you know what? It's fine. Stop wearing vest. I, I told him that we would have him on after we've built him up as a villain. I really want to. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like reading through a couple of these. Okay. Uh, he likes thoughts on retirement. He's curious to know what I'm trying to do with the other three days off in the week I have. Zach, we'll talk. Um, he likes that I call him the assistant to the regional manager. He's impressed by Taylor having been at Man Ready for eight months and already the retail manager and buyer, which is impressive to begin with. Um, oh, again, don't have kids till 28 plus. And uh, he wrote all of this while driving and listening because he's wrecked. Zach, I hope that you have. Zach. Uh, Zach. God damn it, Zach. Zach, did you not listen to episode five where we talked about this? <laughs> I hope Either that he Either text and drive or drive fast. I hope he has hands-free because I can I can hit the button and then talk into my steering wheel and it'll text for me. Right. So I'll do that. Yeah. I hope, I hope not to God because there is no God, but I hope to something that... Fair. That's <laughs> it's you. That's an opinion. Yeah. I don't... I don't Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> and five followers gone. <laughs> the ones who kind of like God. You're a monster. Uh, I hope 
to whatever as well that Zach you weren't doing that while driving. I hope Man, that was a joke. I, I wish Zach had sent that text at about minute twelve. Oh god, because it really got my energy going. Zach, because we're could, at like an hour now. I could I could do another hour on Zach's text alone, but uh, I won't. Let's bring him. I I'm saying this. I, I don't, think when the next three episodes we get Zach on. You know what? I don't want to see Zach face to face because I might punch him in the eye. Oh my god, the Simpsons thing really <laughs> got you. Um, you told me to chill out. <laughs> like he quoted you simpsons is the greatest show ever dot 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 chill out you see what happens when you give us feedback you get featured on the show you get featured on the show you get called out oh you know what i've got some feedback to read with you please do okay zach <laughs> actually i i kind of wish that somebody would send me a text like you like kind of give me their opinions yeah because it's kind of like a mailbag. We don't have an email set up. We we are going to get an e- email so you guys can send us questions right. so we can do a full mailbag episode. I would love to do that, man. Those I are some like ma- I love mailbags. I love those. They're great. I love like when people do like the unboxing or gift stuff that people send them. That's always great stuff. Oh, we're definitely going to tie some um some club never stuff in here. We're going to do some some videoing and um do some unboxing. I mean, I don't know if Casey's down with um, Hive Culture, but it's definitely going to be part of the the network that I'm building for myself here. Uh, once things get a little bit more solidified for you, me. You ever we'll, see those things we'll where it's like, I spent $3,000 on week seven or whatever. You, see, you ever seen those videos? No, I don't know if I want to. Okay, so I told Megan and Jonathan yeah. Ricada, yeah, that um, I made sure to put out an episode before they – boarded their flight to Tokyo. They're on vacation for two weeks in Japan. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we both got it. And then when she got to, actually, I'm not sure if it was during their layover or when they got there. Either way, she messaged me and she said that they listened to the podcast in unison. Oh, yes. This is the thing you sent me. This and then was... they would pause and restart it. There's another one that's weird burps again by the mic. They would pause and restart it at the same time. That way they could listen and laugh together. That what is the greatest thing I've ever heard. What a beautiful sentiment. What a beautiful relationship to just sit there and enjoy something with your significant other. Oh, yeah. To just enjoy the, the sounds of my voice. You're listening to me <laughs> hype up this podcast. You're listening to me give weird comments. You're listening to Casey droll on about hurting his shoulder. Thank you. I'm sorry for doing five minutes on the shoulder. I'm sorry for for <laughs> losing my train of thought sometimes, guys. I get you know I get confused. Well, uh, our, our plan was to go really heavy on Houston. I think we kind of just went heavy on the Astrodome and the Astros. We went heavy on like just I think we bullshitted like nonstop this one. Yeah. Um, I really we got off a little slow. Yeah, oh, I did oh, get a ten first ten minutes. Hopefully, you're still with us. But if if not, um. Just like fast forward a minute, like thirty five, and go from there. We're we're getting we're getting our groove back. Yeah, you know we're getting our groove on new mics. It threw us off. We're comfortable now. Oh, this yeah. We're kind of like the interview yesterday. The first few questions with Taylor, I was a little uncomfortable. Oh yeah, you were. And And I was just radio silent. And let me explain to the viewers why I was uncomfortable. For one, we all had to share one mic, so it was a very close quarters. It was. Two, I don't think I've ever said more than like, hey, and how's it going to your wife until that day. In person. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of the first time we ever spoke. And we, the first time we ever spoke was recorded. 
it's kind of a weird dynamic for people. It really was, wasn't it? If somebody held up a mic to the first time you met somebody, yeah, I don't think you'd come out hot. <laughs> oh no, you're not. Uh, and Taylor, to begin with, not a quiet person. Soft spoken. Soft spoken. Um, she will be back. She will be back. She's a buyer for a men's retail store in Houston. I own a men's retail store in Houston. We are like-minded individuals in and in what we have to do for a living. Yeah. So she will definitely be a regular. We'll probably check in with her every few weeks. It's so interesting because she has so many thoughts on your business model just in general. Really? She has a lot. Like, it, again, soft-spoken, and it t- it takes her. That was y'all's first time, like, really talking. Okay. Just as, like, the club never. I think never, I just might want to know that off the air. The club never <laughs> in branding. I'll just go ahead and say it. Big, she's a big fan. Thank you. She's a big fan. Tag was in here last week. Yeah. That's Twisted Arrow Goods, buddies of ours who make candles and leather goods. Yeah. You can find them at twistedarrowgoods.com. Yeah, yeah. Either way, they were in here and Clay was leaving and he was like, hey, by the way, Club Never is like such a badass name for a store. Oh, shit. And I was like, thanks, man. It is. A- <laughs> I, I remember thinking that when it came out. Like, that's a good name. You know what else is a good name? Nancy's Hustle for a restaurant. That's where you can find me. It is, it is a good name. It's a great name. I don't know if I don't know if we published the episode where we talked about how good of a name that was, but it's a good name. That's a great name. Club um, Never is no nah, Club Never is a great name. I can't take a hundred percent credit for Club Never by myself. Didn't you just piece words together and just figure out what sounded good? It was kind of like that. So um, I was telling Zach before I left Ham. Yeah. Not left Ham, but stopped designing as much for Ham. Right. I was like, I don't have an outlet to design any as much anymore. I want to do a side apparel brand. It was just going to be graphic tees. And I was like, let's let's do something because he's he's been a helper of mine on a few projects. And right. at the time, he had a plethora of free time. Oh shit! Because he was a bum. So shouts out, shouts out the bums. So <laughs> just in general, <laughs> hey bum. And now he's helping bums. Now that he's got a job. He's he's made a a bum friend at his bum apartment. And, oh man. Good for yeah, him. I think his name's Larry. That's called networking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Zach had a lot of free time and I was like, Oh, we need to, we need to do something with another brand. I was like, I want to do streetwear, but I'm thinking like the name should be kind of like Japanese sounding the way that, um, there was a brand called original fake, which, Oh yeah. I remember them. That, that was um, a while ago, right? Yeah, and they they closed down. Yeah. Um, but the the name original fake, how like, sure, kind of has a meaning. Same same way with bathing ape. Bathing ape technically has a meaning. Right. Meaning, but unless you already know it, it just kind of sounds like two words sounds put together. Shit. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about all of Japanese streetwear. So I was we were trying to put two words together and. Um, I think I was the one who mentioned you can do so much with the word never like literally that I could I could do taglines with never forever yeah and um, I'm not sure how we landed on club never but once those two words are put together I went and I saw that the Instagram was available the URL was available and the Facebook was available and it was that simple I was like these things are available I'm taking them I sat on them for a year actually yeah. the domain was in his name Oh really? At first, and it drove me crazy. It was almost a year, and then he transferred over to me. So I was <laughs> still kind of, I was still kind of like, "Am I gonna get it?" <laughs> so, damn. Yeah. So okay. Cool. That's the the origin story of the name Club Never, and I'm glad that it's been well received because 
every so often we'll get a smart ass. Oh, I thought this was a nightclub. Da, 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 you know, idiots. So, flipping idiots. Yeah, flipping idiots. Flipping idiots. The guy at the bank when I um got a business credit card was like, "Is a nightclub in an apartment?" And well, that, like, you know what? That actually, you know what? <laughs> It'd be like having a house party. Yeah, club never after hours from seven to seven. Seven to seven. Yeah, we're technically after hours right now. Well, we've got some more stuff to touch on, but we're already, you know, pushing an hour twenty. So. Oh shit! Yeah, gonna, let's, let's wrap up. It's a. Uh, it's seven seventeen, and we're gonna wrap up, and this will probably, um, be put out, Thursday morning. This was in the bank. Yeah. This is in the bank. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. So I'll see you in like three weeks. The, <laughs> the only thing that happened today that's relevant that we didn't touch on is uh, Zuckerberg right now is in front of Congress. Ooh, let's like, I want to talk about that, but like in a couple episodes. Okay. Yeah. And we should have some kind of, I don't know, smarter people who have already given their opinions to us by then that we can kind of like steal one yeah, of theirs. Yeah, we steal all their ideas. You know, like, oh yeah, what he said's really you good. Know, Let me rephrase that. What Stephen A. Smith said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, until next time, uh, thanks for listening to Case by Case. Later. Canada may be back next year to complain about a book.